Welcome to Natural Kids Health Podcast, hosted by board-certified health practitioner Fraser Bridgman. Fraser shares how she went from world judo and jiu-jitsu champion to dedicating her life to helping her daughter Michaela, who was struggling with life-threatening health issues. After helping her daughter get her health back, she has become a world-renowned health coach. Fraser now shares how you can help your own family achieve the health and wellness goals they deserve. Now here's Fraser. Hi, welcome to Natural Kids Health. I'm your host, Fraser Bridgman, and today we are on episode 008, talking about toxicities and heavy metals and how they can affect us and where we can find them in our everyday household products with very little literature or knowledge that we are doing possibly more harm than good to our kids and to ourselves using them. So I can start the rant from today with just being saying that over a couple of years that I've been studying this, my I just can't even believe it. And I know that it's becoming more common knowledge about, you know, the things that we use every day, but that we continue to use every day and just how actually how the effect that it has on every system of our body. And more and more literature comes out just showing you that so many products that we use are not safe for us, certainly not safe to be using every day and certainly not safe to be using on our, our babies and, and young children that we actually absorb things through our lungs and through our skin, and that these things can build up in our bodies and become neurotoxic. So what are some of these common household items that we really need to think about and really need to contemplate about switching out for quality brands that don't have any of these chemicals in them? So everyday items, for sure, the top of the list is detergent. So the things that you wash your and your children's clothes with are often very, very high in chemicals. Anything with fragrance in it, and I know it smells good, but those are chemicals. And we, as we sniff them in, <laughs> breathe them in, go, oh, it smells so good. Those are chemicals that are known to be neurotoxic to our bodies, and it is not good for us. So we really have to start switching out our household products to start giving our kids and ourselves the healthiest lives possible. So along with clothing detergent is fabric softeners and a very common one is household bleach. So I know we love to scrub things super, super clean these days, but bleach is a very strong irritant to our lungs and to our little children's developing lungs. And it is a little too erosive to be using just what I call willy-nilly to clean things. There are definitely things like vinegar that are very easy substitute and that get the job done with killing the same types of bacteria without the harmful effects of it. Of course, ammonia is very high on the list. It is known to be an irritant to both the skin, eyes, nose, lungs, and throat. And a very common one is air fresheners. We all like our house, just like our clothes, to smell really, really good. And there's really not a Hawaiian beach in that bottle that makes it smell like tropical coconut paradise. It is actually chemicals, and as you breathe them in and you your children breathe them in, it is absolutely toxic for them. They contain, a lot of them contain formaldehyde and other dangerous chemicals, and that's something that you should not be breathing in every day when you walk into your home. That is for sure. I would definitely highly recommend going to ewg.org, so that stands for environmentalworkinggroup.org, it's an amazing website that can help you find products to substitute the products that you use now. 
And it doesn't even just include cleaners like I've briefly talked about, but also the products that we use, personal care items like shampoo and deodorants and and makeup cosmetics to baby wipes. And the, it's a huge list. And it is, it's amazing the work that they have done. It is a non-for-profit. And I just can't recommend it enough to say, go there when the next time you need to replace something within your home and it, you can make a much healthier and educated decision for the health of you and your family and your children. Products that you use every single day contain these chemicals, different chemicals, and have not been tested for safety. They, they include baby shampoo, diapers, wipes, deodorants, sunscreen, any form of lotion, and the list just goes on and on and on. So things that we use every single day. And that's why they say that's often before you even leave the house. And this is for, let's say, the average women because we like to use perfume and extra hair products. And you are coming in contact with over 150 chemicals before you have left your house. That is insane. For the average child, however, they say you are exposed or they are exposed to at least 27 chemicals a day just in body care products. That's not been found safe for them. So it has not gone through thorough testing to say, yep, this is totally fine to rub all over your little baby's skin every single day, maybe three times a day or, or whatever you do. It has not been proven safe at all. In fact, many of these products that we still use in our products that are labeled mild for children are highly linked to cancer. Cancer and brain and nervous system damage, allergies, and hormone disruption for sure. Just to name a few, the very common links, very proven links to some of these highly used chemical products that we use each and every day. Children are more sensitive to these types of chemicals as their skin is 30% thinner than adult skin. So it actually goes through and absorbs into their blood much more easily and readily than it would to an adult. And it's not even good for an adult, but much more dangerous for children who are still developing. As well as for them to breathe in, they actually breathe in more air, which means more air pollutants than an average adult. And this means that the blood-brain barrier has not yet fully developed in children because they're children. That's what development means. That means that it has not fully developed into its full barrier capacity as we have as adults to maybe be able to detox things and not allow things over to the affect our brain where children don't have that strong ability to do so. So it affects their brain and their brain development more than it would on the average adult. So I'd like just to go through a few statistics just because for my, when I read some things like this, I'm just like, wow, like, what are we doing? This is crazy. So from the Environmental Working Group, they found that 82% of kids every week are exposed to at least one chemical with the ability to cause actual brain damage and nervous system dysfunction. That is crazy. 69% each week are exposed to at least one substance or more that have a negative impact on their hormone system. So we're seeing a real epidemic over the last few years of young girls having hormone imbalances. So actually girls getting boobs and hitting puberty as young as the age of six, which is crazy because again, we're using all these hormone disruptors that kind of like just throw hormone systems out of whack by the things that we are putting on their bodies, chemicals again. So 
how do these companies get away with this? Like, how is this still a thing? And, and it's more of a thing now than ever. Well, there's a lot of government loopholes that allow manufacturers of these products to use these labels and make claims such as safe and mild, et cetera, with zero proof of it ever being true. It's just not legislated the way that like often food is or supplements can be. So that's kind of why EWG made this nonprofit, just to kind of make a database that you can find to find to make it easier for consumers and purchasers of things to to find and kind of it's very difficult to know as someone who just goes to a store looking for a healthy brand because the, the labels of things now are like oh it's green well that doesn't really mean anything and so you can actually go and you can find products now with the EWG stamp on it or again going on to their database and for the moms listening I highly recommend going to cosmeticsdatabase.com that just really start finding things that you're putting on your own face and on your own skin that is uh, much healthier than what you're putting on now because you would be shocked and horrified to know how bad the things that you are lathering up on your skin really is for you. Really highly linked to breast cancer and the, the skyrocketing we have seen of breast cancer and other hormone type cancers in women at very young ages. Like it's just, it's just mind boggling to me. But anyways, <laughs> moving on about that. There's no safe level exposure to children and of some of these chemicals. Like it's not where you can have a little bit and it's totally fine. Like any exposure to some of these chemicals is an absolute known neurotoxin causing a variety of health problems for them from brain damage to learning disabilities. Sometimes think of lead as being kind of old school. People, you know, we didn't know better back then. So we used lead in our paint and the paint on our toys. Well, still in a study that they've done recently, 50% of children still have lead in their blood. That is crazy. So 50% of children still are being affected by this heavy metal. And where does it come from? Well, yes, you're right. It does come from the old paint, old homes of things that haven't been changed out as we learn these things and through the dust of these houses. So you think that, okay, well, the paint's there. They're not eating the paint. But the dust that comes off or the chips of the paint that float into the air, it is really can be very detrimental to a child's health. And any kind of drinking water that goes through any form of lead pipe, of course, it's going to get in, leach into the water and it is going to be consumed by them. And that is how we are seeing still quite alarmingly high rates of heavy metal buildup of lead. What are some other heavy metals that I like to check for, but also just to be aware of? Arsenic. It can lead to extreme learning difficulties. So what can you do to protect yourself from some of these heavy metals? Well, you need to check your water, whether it's your tap water. Like I really am not an advocate for drinking tap water. And even if you're on well water, you need to really, you have to have it regularly checked because water from soil can leak in and it can have things like arsenic in it. Eating a well-balanced diet is important, so you're not eating too much of one thing. So sometimes rice is a known contaminant from the soil that it grows in of arsenic. So definitely recommend eating organic rice and having your children eat organic rice, especially as like rice and pablum cereal is very, very common for babies as one of their very first foods that they start eating. You definitely need to get, make sure it's organic because the levels of arsenic in rice is, is a well-known factor, and you can look that up definitely do some research on that. 
again, and another thing is also juice. So limiting your child's intake of juice or make sure you're choosing organic juice is, is important to make sure that it hasn't been contaminated with any of these things. The next heavy metal on my list is cadmium. So a very high level of cadmium comes from cigarette smokers. So they're definitely part of that and I mean, we all know that, but also we have to think of our kids who aren't smokers, but often uh, live with secondhand smoke or even thirdhand smoke, they say, get into their clothing and they're inhaling it. And it's a common in industrial areas where the groundwater has been contaminated over the years and even in airborne. And it then affects how we grow our food. So it gets leaches into the groundwater and then we grow our food in that and use that. And it affects the soil, etc. And it is known, arsenic and cadmium are known to cause problems with kidneys, lung, and bones. The next on the list is aluminum. So aluminum is something we use almost every day still in our household. Cooking, aluminum foil, we package our food in aluminum. It's a really big problem. So aluminum is the one that shows up most in clinic for in heavy metal testing. When we do the at-home hair tissue mineral test, aluminum is probably the most common because we still use it all the time and it's known to be bad for you. So we really need to start to learn to minimize the exposure for ourselves and for our children by eating organic fruits and vegetables because it can be in the soil as well. And really, again, it's really worth mentioning again, drinking filtered water, not drinking tap water and avoiding cooking with aluminum foil and checking. So aluminum is actually commonly used in antiperspirants and actually in prescription medications and other products that you use. So making sure that you're using products that don't have any aluminum, even baking soda commonly has aluminum. So using getting aluminum-free baking products is highly recommended. Aluminum itself is known and is linked to neurotoxicity to both the central and the peripheral nervous system, highly linked to Alzheimer's and breast cancer, as previously mentioned. Next on the list is mercury. So mercury is a heavy metal and is really highly found in fish and seafood. So really making sure that your source of fish or seafood is of high quality and staying away from common fish that are known to be high in it. The very common one, which really astounds me to talk about this facts, but are of course dental fillings that we put in our cavities that dentists still use to this day. It poses very particular problems to pregnant women and young children. And even Health Canada now recommends fillings to be done with non-mercury-containing sources, which is just crazy because we still use it. And even the government finally, and they're usually kind of slow to the punch of things, is saying, yeah, this, you know, you really shouldn't be. If you choose non-mercury fillings for your children and for yourselves. Yes. And I guess, again, the effects of neurotoxicity can also affect your digestive systems, your immune systems, your lungs, your kidneys, your skins, your eyes. So not good for you to say the very, very least. The World Health Organization, so WHO is what it stands for, considers it to be one of the top 10 chemicals posing a major public health concern. So I just really wanted to reiterate how important it is that you start to make and implement these changes in your household with the things that you, products that you buy and the baking supplies that you buy, the deodorants that you buy, and of course, really looking through your kitchen and getting rid of any kind of aluminum type cookware. 
I really recommend for anyone with any kind of health concerns where you think that this could be a contributing factor to doing an at-home hair tissue mineral and heavy metal test. And then, of course, implementing a heavy metal protocol for anyone who has any signs, symptoms, or again, comes back positive on the at-home test. There's definitely protocols that have been proven to help detox your body to get out these toxic buildups out of your body. And you can do that with any certified integrative health practitioner. Definitely do it with someone who knows what they're doing and knows what they're talking about. Avoid drinking tap water. I've said it a couple of times now. I'm going to say it one more time. Get yourself a good water filtration system for your home. Very important. One of the easiest things that you can do to limit your exposure to some of these chemicals. Switch to your household cleaners and personal care items with toxic-free alternatives and improved by the EWG. Very recommended. Some healthy foods known to help the body detox are cilantro, which is a delicious herb that you can, fresh herb, garlic, wild blueberries. That's why I always say when I talk about smoothies and children's health and how to start out their day, make sure they're getting in a nice, delicious, big smoothie to start their day with lots of wild blueberries, which have high in phytochemicals. The next thing is lemon water. So anytime your kid drinks a glass of water, squeeze some fresh organic lemon in there. Very helpful to minimizing their toxic load of their body and just helping their bodies to do what it's meant to do. And that is detox the toxic chemicals out of there. Some other more rare things are spirulina, chlorella, and we'll talk more about these when we talk about superfoods in in a couple of weeks. Vitamin C is one of the highest recommended supplements for toxicity. It can reduce damage, converting the toxins into a water-soluble form more easily eliminated by the body. So adding vitamin C, if there's any signs, symptoms, or again, as part of a heavy metal protocol, we're going to really increase levels of vitamin C intake. And increase even the foods that are known to be high in vitamin C is important, like citrus foods. And avoiding added sugar. Taking away sugar, artificial sweeteners, sodas, processed foods, artificial colors, flavors, and of course, fast food. Really, if you're continuing to put garbage into the body, the body's going to have a really hard time purging the body of the toxins that are already in it. So eliminating those foods as you help your child to take out the heavy metals that are already in their bodies would definitely make the process much quicker and work better. And of course, adding a functional activated multivitamin or an all-in-one shake into your child's and yourself's daily routine is highly recommended. You can't supplement yourself out of a bad diet, but you definitely can perfect a good diet so that your child and yourself is living and having all vital nutrients with having a good functional activated multivitamin daily. I hope this helps and we're going to be definitely talking about this in more detail in the future. If you have any questions or comments, I would love to hear them and I would be happy to help. Thank you and have a great day. Speak to you soon. We'd love for you to continue listening on your journey to developing happy, healthy kids. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Need one-on-one guidance for your family? Schedule a free consultation with Fraser at FraserBridgman.com and we'll be thrilled to work with you. Again, that's FraserBridgman.com. Thanks for listening to Natural Kids Health with Fraser Bridgman.